0: Our God works through different seasons of our life. Seasons come and go. Some seasons stay for longer times. Some of the seasons are shorter. But God works through the seasons of our lives. When we are in one season, God prepares us for the next season. And each season has its own ups and downs. Each season has its own good and bad and the ugly. Each season also requires us to have a certain amount of skills and abilities to be successful during the season. And season changes irrespective of where we are. We may be still in the same city, we may be still in the same house, or you may be still living in the same province. But you may be already in a different season of your life you may be still attending the same church but you may be already in a different season of your life today sometime you may not experience the same joy and the same happiness that you used to experience a couple of years before the reason is you are in a different season today Sometimes you may say that now is the happiest moment of my life, everything is going well, all my desires are coming true. The reason may be you are in a different season today. You know, God brings different people in various times in different seasons of our lives and some of them are for a reason. Some of them are for a season and some of them even stay with us lifelong. Some of the seasons that we love and we cherish and some of the other seasons, you know, we hate. We don't, we pray and we say that it would have been good if that season would not have come in my life. But you know what, nothing just happens. Everything happens for a purpose. Everything happens for a reason in the life of a child of God. Can you say nothing just happens? Out loud, please, nothing just happens nothing that happens in your life is a surprise for god god knows when what season you are today god knows what is the season that you already passed by and god knows what is the season that you are heading to nothing can surprise god and nothing just happens everything happens according to the plan of god ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says the familiar scripture that says to everything there is a season A time for every purpose under heaven for everything there is a season a time for every purpose under the heaven you know this morning you may be wondering Lord why it is not so why it is not in this way why things are happening in a different way than I could imagine God is telling us this morning to everything there is a season to everything there is a season Daniel in his lifetime He was sitting and wondering what is happening to the kingdoms he has come across quite a few kingdoms in his own lifetime he came across a couple of kings and kingdoms in his own lifetime and he was wondering and this is what he came to a conclusion in daniel chapter 2 verse 21 he says and he our god changes the times and the seasons he removes kings and rises up kings he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding and who controls who changes the season hello who changes the season our god changes the season you are in a different season in your lifetime today and who made the change in your life god god changes the season but there is a reason for god changing the season there is a reason for god keeping you in a season that you are living in today and there is a reason for your season and this morning i would like to title my sermon as reason for your season can you read that with me reason for your season some of you would have recently moved to the city some of you may be living in the city for a couple of years now or some of you would have been probably born in this city or born in this province and you have been here for all along your life or along your lifetime and some of you may be thinking about moving out of the city but in whatever space we are in today we are in a season of our life whatever situation that we are in today you are in a particular season that is given that is appointed by god and god has kept us in that in this season for a reason You know, nine or ten years before, probably you would have never known me or my family. And some of you would have never imagined that, you know, we will be sitting today and worshiping the Lord under the same roof. Or we would have been connected today, you know, in this fashion and worshiping the Lord together. You would have never imagined. Who knows no one knows what is ahead of us but god knows with all his power with all his foreknowledge god knew already that we are today in this place we are placed for a season such as this for a time such as this for some of us last year we were not known to each other but now we are it's the plan of god there is reason when god takes us into different seasons you know that's what we are going to talk about this morning i want to talk about three different reasons why god is keeping you in this current season why god is keeping you the reasons for you being in the season today god is keeping you in this current season number one for god's glory can you say god's glory god is keeping us in this season for number one god's glory today you may not understand what you are going through in your life in the life of a child of god there are times that god has been silent have you come across that situation in your life everybody's saying this A couple of you at least god has been silent in your life you wondered whether god is alive or not You wonder, maybe I'm just praying, looks like like it's just one-way communication. I've been praying, I've been praying, I've been praying, but nothing is happening. You may not see any reason at times or any purpose of living. If anyone asks you, how are you, brother? Your answer is, well, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just hanging in there, brother. I'm just hanging in there, brother. I don't know what's happening in my life. I don't know what I'm going through. But I'm just trying to take one day at a time. I don't know. I don't know. There are moments in know we sit and wonder what is happening in our lives. Problem seems to be never ending. Just one after the other, one after the other. There's no time that, you know, we can sit to relax. But things are happening one after the other. We don't know what is ahead of us, what is happening. We don't know what to expect in our lives. Our future is very vague. We don't know what is ahead of us. There are times we may wonder, what is the reason for my current season, Lord? Remember, God is always up to something in the life of a child of God. And god is telling us this morning he is keeping you in this current season for god's glory he's keeping all of us in the current season for god's glory what is it god's glory how do we understand god's glory i'm going through pain i'm going through sufferings in my life and you are saying that you are in this situation for god's glory how is it going to happen in john chapter 9 When Jesus passed by, he saw a blind man, the disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, whether this man or his parents, forefathers, or his parents, whose sin is that this man was born blind? And you know what Jesus responded, what did Jesus respond in John chapter 9 verse 3? Jesus said, this is what he said, Jesus said, neither this man nor this his parents Sinned, but that the work of God should be revealed in him. In other words, he was born blind for the glory of God. He was, yes, amen. He was born blind for the glory of God. Can you just think and just go back and say that once again? He was born blind for the glory of God. What are we saying here? He was born blind for the glory of God. The problem that you are doing, handling in your life and the things that you have and you don't have The struggles that you have been dealing with in your life Are you saying that it's all you are going through because for the glory of God? Does it make sense? You know that is a question that we may have this morning But thank God, Jesus healed him He called him, he spat on the ground and he made mud and he just applied the mud on the eyes of the blind man and asked him to walk, go and wash in the pool of Siloam. And he received his sight. On another occasion in John chapter 11, we see Lazarus was dying. And his sisters, you remember, he, they sent a message to Jesus saying that, Jesus, your beloved Lazarus is dying, come soon wherever you are. And Jesus knew that very well. They are in this air season. They are in their season no matter what they go through they are still in their season they need to go through what they are going through you know this morning what you are going through in your life is appointed for you to go through if you are a child of god because you are in such a season in your life and jesus said when he heard this message this is what he said in john chapter 11 verse 4 he said when jesus heard that he said this sickness is not unto death but for the glory of god can a sickness be for the glory of god can you hear an amen this morning you know this morning i want you to believe this if you believe that your sickness is for the glory of god i am sure there is no reason why god cannot heal you you know everything that happens in the life of a child of god eventually it has to end in something good romans 8 28 that's what word of god says nothing happens for without reason everything happens for a reason this sickness is not unto death but for the glory of god that the son of god may be glorified through it you know this is the words that you need to hold when you are going through a sick time this sickness is not unto death but for the glory of god that son of god may be glorified through it the moment you declare this word the moment you say this word the moment you believe this word, healing is already taking place in your body amen you know this morning god is telling you you are in this situation for a reason. You are what you are going through. You are going through in your life for this season, and God wants you to believe that the trouble that I'm going through, it's not unto death. It's not good going to put my life into a stop. But the glory for the glory of God god's name is going to be glorified you know god will make your life as a testimony god will do something in your life so that you will have something to say in the rest of your life saying that i pray to god and he said you know you are my child my daughter you are living for my glory i want you to see my glory and i will reveal your glory in the due time in your life if god is intentionally keeping you in your season even though you wish to come out of that season you will not be able to come out of this season it's but it's worth waiting in that season because god's name is going to be glorified amen and when god's name is glorified it's going to bring so much of blessings in your family in your life in your very own life this morning god is telling us the reason why you are in this season is for the glory of god secondly god is keeping you (laughs) in his current season in your current season for others god is keeping you in your current season for others can you say others we saw we talked about you know different talking about different reasons why god is keeping us in this season first of all we said god's glory for god's glory god is going to be glorified and you are in this season for the glory of God. And now we are going to talk about God is keeping you in this season for others. For others. God is your personal God. Certainly. God is my God. That's how we say. I say, He is my God. Right? And you say, What do you say? Do you say that He is your God? No, He, he will say, What? He is my god and there's a great fight right he is my god you know when you put some children together in the sunday school the little one the real little ones like ethan and Elida, and you tell them that god is your god can you say my god and then everybody will say my god and then pick up a fight among them so, no no no, no, no. he's my god he's not your god he's my god right so god is the personal god but at the same time he is also the god of others He's is also the universal God, He is the God of the nations, He's the God of all His creation. And God is telling us, you are kept in this season for others. That doesn't mean that God has done with us. No, it's not. But God is keeping us in this season for others. You know, this is a little hard to pick up this morning. God is keeping us alive in this season for others. Today, you may be in your season because, just simply because, others need you. Others need you. God wants to use you for others. That's the only reason God is keeping you in this season. God is not planning to do anything with you in this season. But God is more concerned about others. Listen to me carefully we need to know our season very well if the reason why God is keeping us in our current season is to be used for others if we try to do something else we will fail if the purpose for which God is keeping us in this season is for others and if we try to do something else we fail you know reason why our spiritual life is uh, dull at times because it is not a season for us to grow in the lord because we are already grown we have already matured enough it is not a season for you to grow in the lord but it is a season for you to help others to grow in the lord am i clear you know there are sometimes we want to grow spiritually but we don't see we feel very dry we see nothing happening and there is a reason for that and god it's not the plan of god You have grown enough already. God wants to use you. God is not planning to do anything in your life during this season. Instead, he is planning to use you for the benefit of somebody. So we are kept in the season for others. The reason why your season is getting extended, just simply the season is not getting over and you see nothing is happening spiritually we are down and nothing is going on in my life nothing is happening in the family god wants you to know that the reason why you are kept in this season because god wants you to help others to grow god is telling us today that we are in a season where god wants us to be two things salt and light that's what jesus said God wants us to be salt and light to the people, those who are living around us. We don't need to do anything much. Salt and light, they don't just do much, actually. What is needed is just the presence of the salt and the light. Salt doesn't do much, but salt mixes its flavor to its surroundings. That's what salt does. When we add salt to the food, that's what happens, it just spreads its flavor around. Light, it doesn't do much, other than keep producing the packets of light or the quanta or the photons of the electromagnetic radiations, that's what it keeps producing. That's enough. That's what God expects us to be. You know, there are some people, the moment you see them, have you come across this? There are some people in your life, the moment you see them, your pain is gone, your sorrow is gone, you forget everything that's happening in your life. Are you able to remember one person in your life like that? Who that may be? You don't need to say that. Because you are are with families, be careful, right? I don't want to put you in trouble, right? Don't say some other name right now. But there are people in your life. The moment you see them, you just forget your pain. You forget everything. I'm just laughing. right? So God wants our presence to make a difference among others. We are in this country, we are in this season for a reason. Just to make our presence known to people. Not in a bad way, but in a good way god wants your presence to be known to the people who are working with you god wants you to bring that comfort god wants you to bring that warmth among the people those who are with you there is nothing happening in your spiritual life but there is a reason that god is working in your life still god wants your presence to make a difference in others lives in this season you are dealing with lives you are open for lives of others you're open for interacting with others during this season you will see god bringing people in your life you will not miss any opportunity even in your bus even in when you drive your car when you pick up somebody you know when you deal with somebody talk to somebody you will see people coming on your way it's your season and god wants you to encourage them god wants you to motivate them god at times wants us to participate in their struggle too there are people around you they are going through difficult times and god is expecting you because you are in such a season that god wants you to participate in their struggles the season is not for you but the season is for others god takes us through the season those who are in the season this is what i believe god is telling you from philippians chapter 4 Sorry, it's chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. I'm reading from NIV. Philippians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Shall we just read this slowly? Therefore, if you can look at the screen, please. Therefore, if you have any encouragement, I mean, this is how we need to read, right? From being united with Christ. So the encouragement comes from where? Being united with Christ. You have that encouragement within you because you are united with christ if any comfort from his love and his love is the one who can it can produce comfort in you and you are comforted because of his love because of your relationship with your lord you are encouraged no encouragement is needed from outside god is encouraging you god is motivating you god is asking you to keep going keep going keep doing good things and you are encouraged and you are allowed and you are comforted because of his love if any common sharing in the spirit if any tenderness any compassion you know that's what god does he breaks the hard hearts into a softer one he wants in our lives such a way that we become compassionate We try to imitate our God, we try to be like Christ, compassionate. So if at all you get any tenderness in you, inside of you, any compassion inside you, next verse, then make my joy complete. Paul is saying, if you have all this because of your relationship with Christ Jesus, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love and he goes on and he says being one spirit and of one mind and those three he says do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit or pride rather in humility value others above yourself was for not looking to your own interests but each of you to the interests of others so you have know so much you have received from Christ Jesus and can you share that with others in love in unity how do you do it in humility not having pride in your life and how do we do it verse 4 says valuing others verse 3 end of verse 3 says value others above yourself are you with me can you read that again verse 3 do not do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourselves we thought we are the best that's what we think right we are the best oh, you don't think that way oh no i think that way sometimes, right i believe all of you think that way at some point of time we are the best but god is telling him, no there are better people than you we think we are the. Best, But God tells us there are better people than you. And God wants us to have that mindset. And he wants us to value others above ourselves. You know, this is something that all of us need to practice in our lives. Probably nobody will teach these things. When we look at somebody, we need to consider them, value them, better than ourselves. That's the quality of a child of God. That's what Paul is saying. And he didn't, he didn't stop there. He says that, do not look at your own interest, And don't you know, look at others' interests. We never bother to check others' interests, what they are in the family life too. We just do what? Do what? We want to do. And after that, what do we do? Come on, boys. <laughs> after that, what do we do? We justify what we did right it's right the same way it happens we just want to do what is of our interest but we don't really look at others interest paul is saying because the season that you are living in today is to live for others i want you to consider others above yourself i want you to know the interest of others than looking at your own interests and in our lives maybe this season that we are living in today when nothing is happening god is asking us To look at the needs of others the people who are living around us god has brought us to this nation for that thirdly finally god is keeping us in this current season for the next season amen god is keeping us alive in this season for the next season you know you are in this season simply because god is preparing you for the next season i want you to listen to this very clearly this morning god is preparing you for the next season i'm not really talking about you know moving from one place to another or i'm not talking about quitting your job and finding another job or stop coming to this church and finding another church i'm not talking about that's not the season i'm talking about i'm talking about what god is doing in your life and what you are going to do for god amen I'm talking about when I see season changes from one season to the other season. When we are looking for the next season, we are looking forward eagerly what God is doing, going to do in my life, and what I'm going to do for the glory of God. The purpose of our current season is our next season. If you can look at the next slide, butterflies go through a life cycle that involves, you know, several stages of its life cycle starts with the butterflies laying eggs and turning into larva and pupa and the adult butterfly eventually the hungry caterpillar that you see there on the picture are uh, the larva that comes out of the butterfly's butterfly when the egg hatches and then uh, it stuffs themselves with plenty of leaves green leaves and it becomes plumber and longer in lifetime, you know, it becomes bigger. And one day, the caterpillar suddenly decides to stop eating. And it doesn't eat anything more, and it hangs upside down from a twig or a leaf, and it spins itself with a sil- inside a sk- silky cocoon or a shiny chrysalis. You know, that's where it is going to reside. And what we may think, we may think that inside the cocoon face, the larva is going to take rest for a couple of weeks and once the rest is over it is going to come out with us eh, as a beautiful butterfly but that's not true that's not a rest that's happening inside the cocoon the caterpillar digests itself and it produces more enzymes that the whole body of the caterpillar is going to dissolve all its tissues are going to dissolve in the enzyme that it produces only a highly organized group of cells known as imaginal discs, they are going to be left out during this process. And once the process is over, they are going to you know, multiply. These imaginal discs are developing cells around it you know, by having the protein-rich soup around it, and it is going to multiply in terms of the cell, and eventually it's going to form its legs, antennas, and eyes, and genitals, and all the other features a butter- butterfly may have. And we see a beautiful butterfly coming out of it. The cocoon season the cocoon season was just a preparation phase for the butterfly to go to the next season. Amen? If you can have a look, next slide please. During the season, there are two things happening inside the cocoon. One is, there's a great disintegration, breakdown of cells, and the destruction of cells that is happening inside of it. Basically it is dying inside and eventually it becomes nothing as it is hanging there once the butterfly comes out of it. But same time there is another process that is happening inside that is known as reformation or reformation that is happening inside of it and eventually that brings out a beautiful butterfly. You know God is keeping us in the cocoon season that's the current season in our lives so that he can bring us into a next season of our life and during this season there's a great disintegration that is happening in the life of a child of God and at the same time there is a great reformation is happening in the life of a child of God so that we can come out as a beautiful butterfly in our lives when God prepares you for the next season in your life what is happening inside of you is a disintegration there's a great heartbreak there is breaking everywhere you know our heart really breaks down when we are living in this season we, we are finding that we are kind of shrinking we are not able to do anything and we are praying to god god is it the one is it the reason you called me in the christian walk with you looks like i'm dying lord god there is nothing happening inside of me oh father god and you are here this morning in this season breaking down everything that you are going through in your life according to 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 I'll just read that for you 2nd Corinthians 10:5 says this is the time for casting down arguments every high thing that exalts itself against the Word of God against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity under the subjection or obedience of christ jesus and this is the time that is important that god works in our lives and he wants us to bring every thought and he wants us to bring every desire under the subjection of lord jesus christ because we are going through what the larva is going through inside the cocoon this is the time the second chronicles chapter seven verse fourteen comes alive in your life. This is the time time to humble ourselves. This is the time to pray and seek his ways and turn away from wicked ways so that the breaking will stop and the butterfly will start flying. This is the time when Jeremiah God asked Jeremiah to go to the potter's house and this is the time when God wanted him to look at the clay that was in the hands of the potter. And this is the season in which the, the clay it was marred. This is the season that clay, you know, gone bad or deformed. And the potter had to really work on the clay. Sometime we are in that season in our lives, inside our cocoon. This is what is happening in our lives. God is continuing to work in our lives. God is continuing to break our lives and disintegrate our lives. This is the moment exactly in the life of Peter. In Matthew chapter 27 verse 75 we read that Peter went out and he wept bitterly he was in his cocoon season and he was breaking apart his life you know because of what he has done he was you know breaking and he was crying with bitterly God takes any child of God through this season disintegration is painful it is a process of the larva digesting itself it is a process of the larva getting dissolved in its own enzyme paul was at this phase of disintegration he says in galatians chapter 2 20. this is what he could come out with after all the process that he went through in his life can you read that scripture together with me i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by faith every word is powerful here in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me you know it took so much for paul to bring himself inside this cocoon and allow himself to go through this disintegration and eventually he is coming out with saying that it is no more i it is christ jesus who lives in me god takes you to that this season in your life yourself to die learn to live sacrificially until now we have been living for our children and our family and our belonging and our people but god is taking you through that season and now you know how to live for others, how to others how to be sacrificial you have disciplined yourself a lot, quite a lot. You are making yourself now available. Pastor, if I want to do anything, call me. I'm always available, 24 by 7 available. Even if I want to take holiday I and mean, put a uh, play for leave and come and work, I will work in the kingdom of God. Why? Because God has taken you through the cocoon season. Then it happens, it did not stop there. God did not allow the, just one the disintegration. But this disintegration has come to a stop now reformation this is the formation of the butterfly from death you can go back to the slide from death into life from death through death into life this is the season God is making you into an another beautiful vessel the clay that was or deformed in the hands of the potter is now picked up by the same potter now the clay is picked up by the same potter and bible says he made that clay into another beautiful vessel a vessel of honor a vessel that can be used by god god is working in our lives god is doing something amazing in our lives in this season preparing us for the next season Elijah when he saw the altar was broken down he decided to repair the altar the reformation Nehemiah saw the walls are broken down and he decided to put the wall together in place this is the time that Joseph was held inside the prison god melted him god molded him and god filled him and god started using him in the prison cell and he lifted him up beside Pharaoh in his next season this is the season when god was preparing daniel as he was thrown into the lion's den it was a season in his life and in the next season what is going to happen daniel's enemies are going to be thrown into the same den in the next season king darius is going to bow before the god of heavens and worship him in the next season daniel is going to prosper in his season that's what the bible says he prospered in the rest of his days god is reforming daniel in that season and i believe this morning god is doing that to you too this is the time esther was preparing herself in the city of Shushan. And she was preparing herself for the season that is ahead of her. And God was taking her through that season in order to accomplish God's purpose. Are we getting ready for our next season? Today we feel that probably we may be just cocooned ourselves within the, within the four walls. We are totally isolated from the rest of the world. We don't know where we live and nobody knows about us. But God is working in your life through the season, and he is going to bring you out of the season. In your current season, there are three advice, and then we are going to pray. In this current season, when we are in this situation right now, God wants us to humble First Peter chapter 5, verse 6. He says, therefore, can you read that with me? Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. And this is the time that God wants you to humble. God doesn't want you to rebel. It's easy to rebel for the larva and break the cocoon again. Come out of it. But the butterfly cannot come out. God wants you to humble. And this is the time that God wants us to trust in Him. In Proverbs 3, 4, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding acknowledge him in all your ways and he shall direct your path this is the time to humble this is the time to trust and finally this is the time to wait for the pupa. it was waiting inside the cocoon to become a butterfly and God wants us to wait in this current season those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength exactly that's what is happening inside the cocoon those who are waiting on the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint you know this morning i believe god is speaking to you the reason why you are in your season this morning because god is up to something and god is doing something in your life shall we all just stand for a moment this morning as we close There is a reason for your season. God is keeping you alive in this current season for God's glory to be revealed in your life. God is keeping you alive in this season just for others that God may use you for the benefit of others. God is keeping you in this season because He is preparing you for the next season. This morning, as we listen to these words, in what season we are in today, where do we stand, where our family is today? God is breaking you. <clears throat> he's making you. And he's getting you ready for the next season. But during the current season, He wants you to be humble. He wants you to be trusting. He wants you to wait. And once the season is over, God is going to lift you up. That time every eye will see. That time people will realize the call of God over your life. That time people will say that he is the chosen vessel of God, she is the chosen vessel of God. Humble yourself, trust on God, wait in the Lord.